Welcome to the good, the bad and the pure evil. It's today, it is Halloween and the final day of our week of Halloween tales from the country where Halloween was created, Ireland. I had so many more tales to choose from, but I thought it's fitting today's story should be the original Halloween. The core, patient zero, I am talking about seven. So hit that subscribe and like button Ring the hell out of that tiny bell, and for the final time, grab your blanket, dim the lights, and sip that pumpkin spice latte for one more time. Let's begin. Samhain is a pagan festival started from an ancient Celtic tradition. Today, Samhain is celebrated from October 31st to November 1st, and it is Welcome the Harvest and marking the start of the darker half of the year. Those who celebrate Samhain believe the veil between the living and the spirit world is at its thinnest, allowing more freedom to enter each world. The Celts mark Samhain as the most significant of the four quarterly fire festivals. In the time of the Samhain, fires in homes were to smolder out while they gathered the harvest. Once done, the people and druids lit a huge community fire. The fire was sparked from a wheel's friction. The wheel was a symbol of the sun. Cattle would be sacrificed to the gods. When the community fire was in full blaze, people were invited to take a flame and return to their homes to relight their fires. Although not fully the same today, communities in Ireland still have bonfires on Halloween. Sound was a celebration that was mandatory. It lasted three days and three nights. In this time, people were to present themselves in front of kings and chieftains or tribe leaders. If you didn't, couldn't or wouldn't take part, you were cursed with an illness or worse, death. If you dared to commit a crime or use a weapon during celebrations, the sentence was immediate death. Texts speak of excessive drinking and huge luxury feasts. With the Celts thinking the worlds of the dead and living was breachable during the Samhain, they prepared offerings and these would be left outside towns, villages and fields for fairies, souls and sighs. Fearful of being taken by those who came from the land of the dead, Celts dressed as animals and monsters to ward them off. Certain monsters only appeared when it was Samhain, or appeared more often around Samhain. Pukas came for the harvest offerings. The headless woman, Lady Gwen, came with her black pig to chase night wanderers. Dulahan, impish creatures, and headless horsemen on flamed-eyed horses were also said to enter the mortal world in Samhain. Hunters called fairy hosts also entered at Samhain. Much like the Slua, they came from the west, entering homes, taking souls. The Middle Ages saw Samhain Fire Festival become bonfires called Samanagans. The fires were more personal and closer to farms and homes. Tradition would unfold that this fire was to protect from fairies, witches, and the evil. 
Carved turnips appeared being called jack-o'-lanterns. Later turnips would be switched with pumpkins. Whales had a weird game of tossing burning wood to one another and setting off fireworks. While in the north of England, parades had men walk with noisemakers. All of this was to warn off the evil. Dumb suppers appeared. Knowing the dead could mix with the living, deceased relatives were invited to a dinner in their homes. Children played games to entertain the dead relatives, while grown-ups told the dead what was happening throughout the year. When night came, windows and even doors were left open to allow the dead to enter and eat cakes left for them. With Christianity entering the story, the church began to try recreate sound from a pagan celebration to a Christian one. Pope Boniface in the 5th century tried to move the day to May 13th and was to be celebration of saints but fire festivals continued. Then in the 9th century, Pope Gregory moved the celebrations back to when the fire festivals happened and he declared that it was All Saints Day on November 1st with All Souls Day on November 2nd. As time went on, October 31st became known as All Hallows Eve or Halloween, keeping a lot of the pagan traditions. In the 19th century, the US began to adopt Halloween from Irish immigrants, bringing traditions to the new land. Trick or treating stemmed back to ancient Ireland and Scotland. Nights leading up to Samhain had mumming, the practice of putting on costumes, going door to door and singing for the dead. In return, cakes, sweet treats, were given as payment. Pranks were connected to Samhain, but these pranks or tricks were usually blamed on fairies, pixies and imps. 1980s saw Samhain-like traditions being revived by Wicca. Wicca sound celebrations were fire celebrations and honouring nature, nature and ancestors. Wiccan see Samhain as the passing of the year. The Druid Samhain celebrates the dead with a festival on October 31st with bonfires and communion with the dead. By my mid 20th century costumes started to look like they do today. At the same time, haunted house attractions also appeared. 1950s had costumes more child-driven, superheroes, movie characters, princesses, and then specific characters, Batman, Frankenstein, and so on. No matter how different today's Halloween is from the fire festival, Samhain, the feeling of transforming, the desire to connect the dead, return, each year with the dying of light and cooling air. These little traditions placed from adult to child and land to land connects today's world to the world of the Celts thousands of years ago. And that connection, new to old, young to old, living and dead, was the core of Samhain and is the core of Halloween. And there you go, seven days of Halloween tales, ending with started it all, Samhain, from the land that created it all, Ireland. As always, hit that like and subscribe button. 
Ring the hell out of that little bell. Join me on the good, the bad and the pure evil for stories of goodness, badness and yes, evil. Until then, happy Halloween.